I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is MP on the mic. On Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 1051 FM. All right, 1033 on a Tuesday morning, having a ton of fun with you. Uh, week 7 of MP on the mic. Uh, been a great addition uh, to my days and uh, hopefully yours as well as you're driving around Richmond. We'll chat UVA football at 11 with Jim Hobgood at 1115. Our friend Darrell Owens drops by. He was in the Meadowlands for that Commander's debacle on Sunday, uh, setting back football years uh, out there, 14-7 to finish. AWOD Radio at noon. He is out at ACC Tip-Off in Charlotte. Uh, we'll check in with him on the road at 11.45. Look forward to his interviews. Uh, tons of big names in ACC women's basketball. I'll be rolling through that program today. You'll want to look forward to to that, but it is Tuesday, it is 10.30, and that means it is time to hit the panic button. Is it time to panic, or is this just a momentary scare? MP on the mic has his finger on the panic button. Yes, sir. All right, same format as always. We'll name people who are in trouble in the news for uh, bad or uh, not not at least not good things, uh, and we'll let you know if they should be panicking or not. That's the that's the format. That's the program. Up first, Jim Harbaugh, University of Michigan football coach, and and we'll start it off with a panic button. We'll start it off by absolutely sounding the alarm on Jim Harbaugh. At Michigan. Very bad week for him. Should have been a good week for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Penn State and Ohio State played a game that revealed both of them to be significantly worse than Michigan. Michigan drubbed its in-state rival, Michigan State, 49 to nothing. After the games, Michigan's national title odds went up. They're now the favorites to win the national title, but not so fast. Allegations have serviced and been reported to the NCAA. This as reported by ESPN that a Michigan staffer bought tickets on the uh, near the sidelines to future opponent games and filmed other teams making their signals, uh, you know, ostensibly to to decode them. Uh, so that that's what we know is Michigan staffer bought tickets to future opponents in his own name. Now, this is not allowed. This actually, this is the part that surprised me here in this story. The NCAA does not allow teams to go scout future opponents in person. You can only do it off the game tape, off the all twenty-two that they share with each other, and off uh, off the uh, the TV broadcast. So the, this is illegal. Now we can have a separate discussion about whether this should be legal or not because it's definitely kind of weird, but definitely against the rules. And Belichick's style seems seems to be. Seems to be a pretty cut and dry case that this was uh, this was a thing that was happening, and uh, I mean, 
it's it's hard to see a scenario where this doesn't become something given what's at stake in the Big Ten, given what's at stake with the national title, that game against Ohio State, the possibility that Michigan is scouting out Ohio State signals ahead of that game. You know, they And they, they won that game last year. Uh, big, you know, turning the tables in that rivalry. Big game for them this year. Now, what Zara said, well, they need to panic. Something bad. This is going to end with something bad. We've seen this show so many times. When there's evidence, the, the NCAA, the NFL, whoever it is, they can't get away with just ignoring it. Something's going to happen here. But Jim Harbaugh himself will probably be just fine. If they bring the hammer down, Jim Harbaugh's off to the NFL next year. In fact, I want Jim Harbaugh on my early board to be the commander's coach next year. I think that one makes a ton of sense. His brother's up the road in Baltimore, different conferences, uh, you know, an ownership group that, that's pretty committed to winning. Um, and, and we've heard that. He's a logical, big splash name for them. Uh, he, he's rocketing up my board here as an ex-commander's coach through all of this. Now, I'm not saying I'd, I'd love the paranoid atmosphere he would bring to Ashburn every day, but it's it's easy for me to see this one ending with Jim Harbaugh in the NFL, and I think the commanders are a very logical landing spot. Sticking in the NFL, next panic button topic, the San Francisco 49ers, now losers of two straight after losing to the Vikings on Monday night football last night. Uh, a very surprising game there for the uh, the Niners, uh, who lost to the Browns and then lost... Um, and then lost to uh, uh, to Cleveland the week before. This is Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers coach, after the game. And we flat out got beat. And I think right now you got to take it like a man. And we got a game here. And you know, I think tomorrow we wake up. It'll be five days from now. We got a team coming off a of bye week who's been waiting for this for a little bit. And we can't sit here and worry about what's happened before this. We got to make sure that we do everything from now all the way till Sunday when that game's over to find a way to um, beat the Bengals. Yeah, pretty fun game coming up. I'm, I'm going to go no panic button on the Niners. Still a great team, still a well-coached team, uh, but heck of a fun matchup now uh, in, in what's going to be your Sunday national slot this week, you would think. The Bengals and the Niners. Uh, the Bengals 3-3 three and three, clawing their, their way back into the season. They are coming off the bye. Joey Burrow is going to be fresher than normal uh, as he was battling that injury earlier in the season, had some time to recover. And the Niners on the short week after losing in, in Minnesota, trying to snap the their losing streak at home at 5-2. and two. That's an early pick. We'll, uh, we'll forward that on to Awan. That's an early pick for game of the week down there. I think that's going to be a ton of fun next week. NFL del- finally delivering some juicy matchups there. And that 425 window turned out all right this week because we had some really good games, some really good finishes uh, among the bad teams. We've had some duds at 425 so far this year, uh, but we're, this one's delivering uh, Bengals Niners. I think that one's going to be a ton of fun between two teams that are going to come into that game really needing a win. Panic button continues with Sam Howell, Washington Commanders quarterback. And yeah, Sam Howell is on the panic button. This is 40 sacks now through seven games, uh, chasing the NFL record of 76. Ron Rivera gave him the vote of confidence yesterday, and I I don't think it was misplaced. I don't think it was disingenuous. I think it was appropriate to do, and I think it was uh, absolutely the correct decision. We're going to ride with Sam Howell this season. We knew what it would be like with a young quarterback. We're going to see how he can evolve, what he can do throughout the year. Now, I'm saying you got to put it out there for discussion could Sam Howell use a week off? I mean, he's been getting beat up. It's it's 40 sacks. He, he's clearly seeing things out there. He was missing receivers 
at the end of, of Sunday's game that I think he's seeing and he was seeing in week one and week two. I don't think he's seeing the field as well. I don't think he shoulders 100% of the blame here. I think the offensive line was absolutely terrible on Sunday. I mean, just burn that burn that tape. There, there's nothing to learn from that. If you're a young offensive lineman studying the position other than what not to do, they got manhandled by the Giants' defense. Howell did not react well to the blitzes. Eric Bieniemy did not set his man up for success. Terry McLaurin was not targeted at all. Uh, it, it was it was on the whole a bad situation all around. It, it I, I think the reason they're not going to consider Sam Howell taking a week off is the chance, and you know, not not an unreasonable chance that Jacoby Brissett would have a successful outing. And you know, you know how fans are. You know how things are. If Jacoby Brissett has any success against the Philadelphia Eagles, all of a sudden it's a very different conversation, and it's not one Rotten wants to participate in. That's why Hal's been in at the end of these games. That's why he took two unnecessary sacks late against the Bears. That's why he's he's been playing late, even in these games that are out of hand, the Bills game that, that was out of hand late, and he stayed in. They don't want to even crack the door open to any hint of a discussion. Ron Rivera playing this correctly yesterday with his statement, Sam Howell's our guy. We'll take it week by week. We'll go from there. Was not a full season commitment. He was asked about full season commitments. Said, look, I can't see the future. We're going to do this week to week. But I, I think it's the correct move to give him that confidence, give him that chance. That said, it is very hard for a young quarterback to un- unwire himself from some of the tendencies he showed Sunday in six days. And, oh, yeah, here you're facing the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. And, oh, yeah, they look pretty dang good. And, oh, yeah, that's the team that sacked, sacked Carson Wentz nine times last year at FedEx Field. The Eagles fans are going to show in mass. It's, it's bleak, but you played them tough a few weeks ago. Uh, there, there were certainly signs of progress in that game. I continue to think if you get the ball to Terry McLaurin, uh, good things will happen. If you get the ball to Brian Robinson in space, good things will happen. I was on Craig Hoffman's show up in D.C. yesterday. We were talking about that. He said, all right, so you're unhappy with Eric Bieniemy. What would you have done? More screen passes earlier. More throws to Terry McLaurin earlier. You have to get your stars involved in the game. Brian Robinson was not nearly involved enough in that game. Terry McLaurin was not nearly involved enough in that game until the fourth quarter, and you saw what he brought to the table when he got there, and you see what Brian Robinson can do. Um, You've got to get your stars more involved, and a a lot of that is working with your young quarterback and getting him there. But the signs are not, not great right now, not positive. All right, we're flying up to the top of the hour on 910 The Fan. This is MP on the mic. If you've missed any of our segments, smash that rewind button on the free Odyssey app downloaded on your mobile devices today. We are working towards the top of the hour. We'll talk UVA football there. Haven't mentioned baseball yet in today's show. We'd love to do a baseball uh, segment at some point. We'll get to that on the other side of this. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.